It's time for our Monday morning conversation with aviation analyst Jay Ratliff talking about some of the top airline stories from the last week. Good morning, Jay. How are you? Pleasant good morning. Doing very well. Thank you. Thanks for being with us. Uh, so the first story I want to ask you about is this woman uh, who delayed a flight for nearly six hours because she didn't put the seatbelt on her child. Is that right? Uh, that That's the report, and uh, it's from a TUI Airlines fl- international flight. Uh, saw serious delays when a woman had a child that was very upset and refused to secure the child uh, before landing on, on an aircraft. And there were delays before and there were delays after that were attributed to this woman and her child. And uh, it, the idea that you can have a single individual that could... Uh, create this much havoc is, is, again, difficult to believe, but apparently it happened. And, of course, every person needs to be secured in their seat. Now, if you've got a lap child that's under two years of age, does not purchase the ticket, the the uh, parent can hold the child in their lap. But when you have someone over the age of two, the, 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 the child needs to be secured in a seat, and apparently the child did not want to be put in the seat and wanted mom to hold them. And uh, that's exactly what she did, created uh, quite the problem on the flight. And not only inconvenienced people on that aircraft, but also every single flight that plane was scheduled to operate that day was also delayed, again, because of one person. So it doesn't right. take much when uh, to upset the apple cart, so to speak. And, uh, gosh, just you just hate to hear that kind of story. I mean, why did they just not, like, kick her off i feel like we we have talked about stories many times this year where it's just like oh this person was kicked off the flight why why did they wait so long well apparently this wasn't uh, apparently wasn't all at one time they there was a delay in in departing the flight of the city because of the seatbelt issue with the child finally got it taken care of plane takes off plane's about to land and the child doesn't have the seatbelt on which they can't land unless everybody's secured and apparently there was another part of the delay that took place. So this, the way the stories in the reports are coming out, it was a double-ended delay where there was a delay on takeoff and on landing. And once they landed, they had the Manchester police just come on, escort the lady off before all the other passengers got off. And apparently there was a nice round of applause when uh, <laughs> escorted off, given all the, the havoc she created. I bet. I don't, I don't blame them. Uh, another story that we need to talk about, Jay, this one kind of more serious is happening in Texas. Uh, an employee was killed on, on the ramp. Uh, talk to me about this one. Yeah, this is just a horrific accident. And, you know, we, we can go 10 or 15 years without something as serious as an employee dying on an airport uh, tarmac uh, coming into contact with a running engine. Uh, but this marks the second time in six months that we've had this kind of fatality take place. It's more than alarming. Uh, the Federal Aviation Administration and the National Transportation Safety Board is going to investigate. They're going to find out exactly what happened. And most of the time, it comes down to established safety protocols are not being followed. And everyone on the ramp understands that anytime that you're anywhere around an aircraft and an engine, that you are very, very careful because sometimes those engines are running when the airplane comes in and parks, and then there's a shutdown sequence that takes place. And uh, the the power of these engines is so uh, severe in the front of the aircraft uh, that there's this little cone of safety that we normally keep 15 feet away from the front of, of an engine. Um, but again, when people get in a hurry, 
And a lot of times if you don't have people that are as well-trained as they need to be, uh, these types of accidents can happen. And when I was at Northwest Airlines, there were many times I had to threaten agents with being fired by going too fast on the ramp. And I explained to them that we run faster than we think. And it's very, very easy to put yourself in, in harm's way if you are so busy trying to get the flight out on time that you are rushing about faster than you should be uh, without taking the necessary precautions. And, uh, I mean, everything from the types of clothing that you wear to your position on the tarmac itself is covered extensively in, in training for airline employees across the country. And for them to have this happen again is um, it just shouldn't be taking place. So yeah. I don't know if we're talking about new hired employees or a breakdown in training, but uh, I guarantee you the uh, NTSB is going to do their thorough investigation, make the appropriate recommendations to the Federal Aviation Administration, and then the FAA uh, is going to do something uh, to, to make sure that we slow down and make sure that these types of things don't happen again. Yeah, it's, it's definitely alarming. Uh, we're talking with aviation analyst Jay Ratliff here on the WPTF Morning Show. Before I let you go, Jay, uh, we are ex- expecting uh, some severe weather here in Raleigh, Durham later on today. And it, it makes me wonder, I, I'm curious, because I, I've never really thought about this, but uh, when it comes to airlines or airports, for example, RDU, how does that usually work with, hey, we're expecting severe weather that could have an impact on flights being delayed or canceled, but how much time goes into it uh, for, for example, RDU and, and airline companies later today? They know that we're expecting some severe weather, but how far in advance do they make that decision of, all right, we're going to cancel it, we're going to postpone it, we're going to delay it when it comes to flights? Well, last night we had uh, that same situation in a number of airports, Atlanta, Chicago, Newark, uh, and, and there was one other that escaped me at this point in time because we had the flights that were delayed, like 40-some percent of the flight operations delayed. And when you have this type of situation happening, you know that there's going to be weather that's going to slow things down. Now, a lot, passengers are a lot of times notified via text from the airline, look, we're expecting inclement weather, could slow some things down, please be patient. But there's nothing that's really done from a flight adjustment standpoint where we cancel or delay or move any flights around until the actual flight time itself. Because weather's weather. There might be nothing, or it may be uh, pockets, or you might have windows of opportunity where things can operate as usual. And that's certainly you want to take advantage of that. But your concern from an aviation standpoint is if you have periods of high wind, is making sure that the ground equipment is secured, you don't have anything blowing around the tarmac that could strike an aircraft, causing aircraft damage. Um, you you want to make sure nothing gets blown onto the runway that would become uh, foreign object debris that could be interfere with an aircraft taking off or landing um, that could actually be you know, ingested into the engine that could cause a problem. There's a lot of logistics that take place during these types of things. And, of course, if you're talking about lightning and thunder and things of this nature, another consideration is making sure that the employees on the tarmac are safe. And if there's a, a severe storm and there's a lot of lightning, you shut the, the tarmac down and make sure everybody's indoors until the severe weather passes, and then you are able to safely allow the passengers, uh, or excuse me, the employees to work on the tarmac with everything that's going on. So it's a lot of calls that are made as the situation unfolds, and based on the severity of the situation dictates how you proceed. But uh, they're aware of it. They'll be ready. And... Uh, you know, they'll make the best adjustments as they can and best decisions 
as that weather rolls towards and then through that those affected areas. Aviation analyst Jay Ratliff, we appreciate you talking with us every Monday morning here on the WPTF Morning Show. Thanks so much. Have a great day.